much quicker to me than normal but it is it's shorter <laughs> yeah i was <laughs> i was caught very off guard by that i'm like oh <laughs> down, catching my water but hello, uh, hello hello welcome to the cup where the, we put the tea in reality and where you can come here first to quench your reality thirst i am lana the your resident diva back again you know what i love i love some good tea so if you have the tea like i have some tea you know hit me up because i love to give the tea share the tea and get the tea so hit me up and today i am just in my trusty cup drinking some trustier water because hydration period cheers to you Oh, I feel that. And I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay. Gay, I'm drinking a lot of water as per usual. I finally got a sticker that represents my university on there. And it's it's filled up significantly since the last couple of times I've podcasted. But uh, yeah, I've been doing homework all day and I'm tired and I should be drinking caffeine right now. But eh. And we are having our, I won't say guest because he was here before. He's back again. I'd rather say welcome home to our resident, Aww. you know, guest correspondent. Uh, Jack, welcome home. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, my name is Jack. I am a game designer, college student, Twitch streamer, uh, coffee addict, <laughs> and... Um, Fabulous person. Yes. Fabulous person. There we go. And I am also drinking water because I worked out earlier for some reason. Why did I think working out was a good idea? It, it is sometimes for some people. For sure. If, you, if that's what you're into. I don't. I mean, if that's what you're into, you do that. I am not. But good for those who are. And good for you that you attempted, Jack, and you tried I it. certainly did. We love that for you. My entire body hurts. <laughs> And speaking of trying it, some people were trying it on this episode of Survivor. Oh, it was some trying going on. It was some trying on. It was a lot of FOMO happening and some um, regrets, maybe, and some other things. But we'll talk about it. We're here talking about Survivor. And, yeah. We started the episode off with Baca coming back from Tribal Council, and they're like, oh, great. Oh, guys, that was horrible. We don't, well, let's not do that again. We don't like it. And so, and so Owen is like, hey, guys, let me start off by saying that I am sorry if I was freaking out a little bit. It was, I was a little overwhelming, but, um, you know, he was, and then his confessional popped in. He's like, seeing your name is kind of, you, you kind of crap your pants when you see your name and you don't know if it's going your way or what. And he was like, but this is a trust builder, guys. We did a trust building because I trust you all that we all did what we we're going to say we were going to do. And Ellie was like, yeah, we did what we said we were going to do. We trusted each other and we all voted the same way. 
I'm like, sure. Yeah, all of that. All of that is... But now we're in the game, as they say. We're playing Big Brother. We don't have any time to play anymore because this is Big Brother. I mean, I mean, not Big Brother. This is Survivor. Yeah, I was about to say, wait, hold on. I mean, I, I was just talking about Survivor before we came on the air. So Big Brother is in my head right now. But Survivor and Taylor Hale won. So popper, let's put that out there. It's yeah. Taylor since we, I brought up Big Brother. Not that I did it intentionally. But anyway, Survivor is what we're talking about. And so they're like, it's time to play Survivor. This is how we're doing it now. We, we don't have time to waste now. We can't be kumbaya because we've been the tribal. So we know it's time to play. I kind of was kind of looking at them like, yeah, shut up. Like, honestly, I was not feeling the Baca tribe. I kind of want them to go back to tribal council again because good for them. But whatever. So then, then... Oh, well, is there anything I want to talk about about that part? Because it's a then. Okay. Not really. I I was going to say, I don't know if y'all have been following Mariah on socials, and if you're not, I do am. it. Yes, you should. But she, you should. Has, she has now started a push for an all-early-out season of Survivor, it's and time. I it's would time. love to see it. It's, it's bring, really time. Bring Cassandra back again so she can go home first again. Okay, sure. I want or win, or either way. I, I Why think it's time. go to Sandra first. Cassandra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't she the one that went home first twice? Do you mean Francesca? That is exactly who I mean. I mean Francesca. Yeah. I was like, why are you mentioning Sandra Diaz Twine in no, early I, no, I said Cassandra, thinking that her oh. name was Cassandra. No, it's Francesca. Bring Francesca back. Sorry, Francesca. You're oh, great, God. But... Yep. The only reason I know that is I have very much been compared to Francesca in terms of my overall performance in orgs. It's been <sighs> bad. No. Yeah. Not that. Not that. Okay. <laughs> not that no. You know what, Jack? No, it's very funny in retrospect, I in, will admit. It's in retrospect, funny. maybe, but I've seen Jack win games, so you are no longer Francesca, so let's not. Mm-mm, we won't. But then, okay, back to Survivor. Then the storm comes. There's this storm. And the, we only get the reactions from Baca, which is interesting, about this storm. This storm happened, and the complaining train came in, and it pulled into the station. And everybody act like they have never watched a game of Survivor in their entire life. Oh, my God. This was so rough. Oh, my God. This was so bad. This was horrible. I can't believe it. Sammy showed how a 19-year-old thinks. If it was raining back at home, I would just go into a convenience store and wait till my mom to come pick me up. Or I would turn on my windshield wipers and I would go, I would be warm and safe, but this is rough. And everybody's talking about how bad the rain is, sleeping outside in the rain. And Again, I looked and I rolled my eyes at all of them. Because if you've ever watched an episode of Survivor, you know the rain is coming. You know the rain is coming. The rain doesn't disappear. Never, ever. They've been filming on the same freaking island for, what, eight, nine, ten years? Yeah, and they still didn't somehow expect it? 
I mean, I get it. Being in it is probably worse than watching it and saying you didn't understand. Sure, I get it. But like, I'm not going to get on on TV on a show that I know this is going to happen. And I know that it's going to be bad. It's going to be horrible. I don't have to sleep in the rain to know that sleeping in the rain is not good. You know what I'm saying? I know that by watching, by getting walking from my car to the house and it's pouring down raining and I'm wet. It it doesn't feel good then. So of course, sleeping in the rain is not going to feel good. But why do I want to waste the people watching time? Oh my God, how horrible this is. Oh my God, you just don't know. You just, no, we don't know because we're sitting at home watching you and you signed up for this. We don't care. And like they do these montages every season and I don't want to sound insensitive because it's probably really bad. I'm like, sure it is. It's probably oh, really it bad. Absolutely. But also, horrible. living somewhere with a very active monsoon season, I've dealt with similar. Probably to a lesser extent. But I walked through an entire flood yesterday when I was on my <laughs> university campus. Like, I'm not kidding. The road was, like, flooded with easily six inches of rain. I mean... And it was bad, but, like, I just, it, this happens every season, and it's normally the second episode where it's like, oh, my God, we're adjusting to island life, and oh, my God, it's it's raining. What? Rain? Everything's wet? And I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm I, so sorry. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that the producers are definitely feeding them that line. Oh, where it's like, Where it's like, oh, it's so horrible, the rain. The oh, only yeah. time that that needed to be brought up is when they had to evacuate. Yes. Other than that, unless it is literally raining for like yeah. seven, eight days straight, you don't need to mention it every moment. Which has happened. It has happened. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the thing. I'm like, I get it. It's raining. But this is what you signed up for. Knowing that it's going to rain in Survivor. Y'all the one that made the flimsy, flimsy uh, shelter with no roof on it. Like, why would you not do that when you know it's going to eventually rain? And you, that, that's, to me, that's Survivor 101. That's like, you should know. I should, like, why didn't you bring a rain jacket? Like, you can bring that. Those are allowed. Jackets are allowed. Why didn't you bring something in order to continue to keep you at least a little protected? Even if it's a monsoon, if my hair isn't soaking wet, because the, the heat comes from the head. If your head is dry, your body will be aight. But like, still, still, building a shelter. I know you don't know. Nobody is a carpenter on, the, on these tribes. A lot of them aren't. So they don't really know. But like, at least make a healthy rooftop. That's, that's just... Pond froms, bam, whatever. Make a healthy rooftop, at least, at least. But that's just right. me. that's just me. No, I agree with you. But like the complaining about the rain that went on for a good two minutes. I'm like, don't need it. Um, then they finally move on to the Vessi tribe, and Jesse is talking with Dwight, and he's we have some we have a voiceover how Jesse's like he's good with everybody. He's you know everybody is okay with Jesse. He's talking to Dwight. He's putting out the duos. He's like Noel and um, 
Justine are a duo, Neca and Cody are a duo, but not as strong as Noel and Jessica. I mean, and uh, Justine. Justine. And then, but Dwight is by himself, so he's going to try to make this whole duo thing with Dwight. I think that's pretty smart at the time. If you see other two do other duos working together, that's smart. So he goes to Dwight and they're talking and they're like, you know, he's pointing out the duos and what's happening. They're like, we could, you should, I would love for you like to be my survivor wife. I kind of felt a little ick by that. I don't know about anybody yeah, else. That's a little that's like, like yeah, it, it wasn't a good comment. I mean, yeah. I mean, I get you like doing things in duos because you're, you know, you're used to working as a team with the, a unit with your wife. He's he used to working as a unit. Period. He grew up, got jumped in the game. That's a unit. Yeah, that's the gang. He works in a unit. He got out the game. Yeah. he got married. He got a family. That's his unit. He's unit. used to working in a unit. Get it? Mm-hmm. But you don't tell another grown man that you want them to be your survivor wife. It's okay. So I I think of it in two minds. Is this either Jesse insinuating that Dwight is gay or something? I don't know. That's kind of like the first mind that I had of it, which like isn't neither none of these scenarios are good, mind you. <laughs> or is this accompanying with that is this Jesse's internal homophobia? Of being like, I'm not going to call him my survivor husband because I'm straight with a wife. Like, I don't know if I, I, those are like the two minds that I came to. I don't know if either of those are accurate. They're probably not. But I was just like, why are we? Why? Yeah. uh, It's a a little fun to go back and analyze. Like, hey. uh, It's. It just like you look at it and you go, okay, do you are you meaning something by this? Are you ignorant or is this unintentional? Right. And all three scenarios are bad. It just like I don't. I was just like, you don't call a girl man your survival wife. That's number one. I don't care if they're gay or they're straight or whatever. Nobody Unless wants they consent to it. I mean, unless they're like, yeah, I can. Unless because you know. I, it's been times where you've meet a, a feminine gay who's like, I'm the girly, you can call me the wifey, you can call me the, you know, the, the girl in this relationship. That's fine if they're a feminine and they want to be called the girly. That's fine. There was nothing about the white that said he wanted to be called the girly. But And there's also nothing from what we've seen or from what Dwight has said to insinuate that he is gay. Right. And it, he's not. That's like the big thing. He's yeah. just not. Yeah, I don't the think he is. The only members of this cast are Carla and Gio. Right. That's it. Everyone else, unless they have said something different and somehow nobody has noticed and they have not corrected it, everyone else is straight. So... I mean, they could be straight or just... I don't know. It, and, and their sexual preference is not even that. Matter. It doesn't matter. I just don't feel, I, did, I wouldn't feel comfortable if I was a man, either gay or straight, if another man looked at me and referred to me as the wife, because it's like, what are you trying to do? Because in society, the wife, the husband is always the head of the relationship and the wife is supposed to be the support system of the husband. And so I'm like, 
so what you're trying to tell me is that you look like you're I don't know. I don't know. I could be off. It y'all can tell me in the com- y'all can tell us in the comments if you agree it. or disagree with me. And if you disagree with me, that is fine. I just don't know. I just it was just something weird about that. Now he could have been like, you could be my my survivor bestie, my survivor duo, my survivor, you know, my ride or die. It's a lot of other phrases that could have used they could have used instead of wife. But he probably I don't know if he was I think he might have been a little ignorant to it too. I don't even think it was a thing that he thought about when he said it. I just think he just said it because he's used to working in that in units and things of that nature. So I'm not like blasting Jesse. It was just weird. Yeah. It was a little weird. It was just weird. So I was like, okay. Cardi B said it best. That's suspicious. I mean it was weird. That's weird. Okay, see, I will, I will snip the first part of the thing because I don't think he's suspicious. I just that's think it weird. was weird. Exactly. That's the part of the, the gift I would use. That's sure. weird. But anyway, so they decide that they're going to be this couple or, or they they were going to be the duo because it was already two other duos that formed. So they were going to make the third duo. Great. Smart play. Um, then, but in this duo, they don't agree. With who they want to go with. So I'm like, this duo already ain't working for me. Or <laughs> they always working each other. Because Co- um, Dwight is kind of like, you know, I'm cool with everybody. I feel like I talk to everybody really well. Um, but I just, um, except Cody. Cody doesn't talk game with me. He doesn't talk strategy with me. It's about life. We talk about life and things like that, but never about strategy. Jesse, on the other hand, is like, well, I don't really care about, you know, I like Cody is, you know, who scares me is Justine. Justine is a little, I don't know. She's a wild card. She's, 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 well, Cody was the wild card. Justine scares him. So he didn't know how he felt about Justine. She's kind of annoying him after four days of no food and and lack of sleep. He's kind of annoyed with him. Yeah. And I mean, on, on top of all this, uh, Cody is also shown to be like, oh, I'm going to do this really quirky thing and I'm going to do this really quirky thing and I'm going to jump off this rock. And it's like, you you can clearly tell that this, that this man is not here to... He might be here to directly play the game, but he also has a lot of energy to do um, every other thing he could possibly do. And the tribe has very clearly noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still don't like Cody. Yeah, it's it's just like that odd thing of I, I get it. I know you want attention right now, but like calm it down just a little. Yeah, just a little. Yeah, he's a bit much. And I, I don't know if this is just his strategy or this is just him living, living as he likes to put it. You know, he's just living. Mm-hmm. And uh, but his he was just like he's just playing this hey i'm here dude kind of guy i'm gonna jump off rocks i'm gonna you know do some like jack said some quirky things and around camp and around you know because i just want to live my life i don't really want to think about the game i don't want to stress and jesse was like he doesn't talk to anybody about game he just lives and he's just doing his thing and i don't really care so i kind of don't like mine cody being here because justine is the person that scares me and we see a montage of Justine like, hey, Jesse, do this. Hey, Jesse, do that. 
just, ooh, spiders, 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 spiders. My nails are horrible. I'm in Survivor and I'm worried about my nails. Like, yeah, I can see how four days would pass and that would annoy me as well. If I was somebody living on an island with a Justine, I'd be like, girl, you're on Survivor. What are we worried about our nails for? Like, that's the last thing to worry about <laughs> on Survivor. But, and, you know, but, you know, I don't know. He was, Jesse's annoyed by Justine. And that's just where that leaves. We leave them with there. I don't know if anything else I want to talk about about the Vessi tribe right there in that moment. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> then we'll move on to Coco because then we go to the Coco tribe. And Carla and Lindsay and Cassidy are like, look, we got this strong girls alliance, which me, of course, is like, yes, they actually seem strong, but they have not been tested. So I don't know how strong their bond is until they are tested. And they're like, and we're going to be happy to bring in James. James will be the fourth to our alliance. But then also Carla is in a strong three with Gio and Ryan. So Carla is very much in the middle of the tribe between the two. She just has to decide where she wants to fall if they ever go to tribal council. But she is very concerned that Ryan and Gio are very close. And um, but she's just going to keep her eye out. Nothing to be. You know, too worried about because it's not a lot happening. Then we get Gio's backstory. We hear about Gio's coming out and how he was homeless and um, his parents did not approve of him being gay. And it's, he, it's just it's a lot of heartfelt emotional stories. We're getting a lot of stories, backstories this season because we heard actually we heard Dwight's a little a backstory from Dwight again. I think it was like the second time we've heard the story about how he can talk to anybody and how he talks to his his. He interviews a lot of important people when they come to town because he's not scared to talk to people. But then we get Gio's backstory about how, you know, his life growing up was and how he felt, you know, alone after he came out, but then he overcome and now he's here on Survivor. So are we getting a lot more backstories than usual? I think ever since 40, we've gotten a lot more. Because I remember feeling this exact same way about 41 and 42. And 41 was kind of where I noticed it. And 40, obviously, we know all of these people. But it was a lot of like, oh, what have you done since you won Survivor? And so I, I definitely feel like in the new era, they're doing... I, and I'm going to go ahead and say, I think it's influenced a lot by Australian Survivor. I agree. Because Australian Survivor and Survivor South Africa as well. I don't want to not acknowledge Survivor South Africa. But Australian Survivor specifically does a very, very good job of highlighting who the person is behind the Survivor player. And I think that's a lot of what we're getting here with this shift now that we're seeing in the new era post-Winners at War is we're seeing a lot of the life stories. Like, I could tell you a pretty, like, I could tell you something about the bulk of the cast of Survivor 42. Like, if I went down the line and be like, oh, yeah, she did that, she did that, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, and I, I could probably say the same about 41. And I really like that we're getting to see the person behind the Survivor player because oftentimes they are two very, very different kinds of people, I think specifically to someone like Shan, who in her day-to-day life is a very different person than the person we saw on TV. 
And I, so I really like it. My, my roundabout way of saying, I really appreciate hearing these backstories. Well, after that, then uh, we go back to Baca. Go back to Baca, and Owen is feeling a little bit like he has to take care of the tribe because they're not doing it. Nobody wants to go get water, but they all need water. But they're not drinking water, and their pee looks like bouillon cubes coming out because they're not drinking water. And so Owen feels like he needs to be the one to go and take care of the tribe. Go get the water, put it on the fire so they can purify it and have some water. He just feels like he needs to take care of them because they're not doing it. So he's a little frustrated. And I feel like this is also him feeling like his name was written down. So that means people were talking about him. So he feels like he needs to do more in the tribe. And it's like, I get it. But he was very frustrated and very annoyed because nobody's taking care of themselves. Also, going back to the beginning, they're already regretting getting rid of Mariah because Gabler is falling apart. Gabler's falling apart. <laughs> Gabler's falling apart. He's not drinking. He's not eating. His feet are messed up. His He's just... He's nauseous all the time. He doesn't want to drink the water because drinking the water just makes him nauseous because he has no food on his stomach. It's just horrible. And they're like, how are we supposed to be a strong team if he can't even sit up half the time to do anything? So there's a little regret, but I think they'll be fine. Um, oh, no. But... You voted someone out over tribe strength, and then one of your members got sick. Oh no! Oh, Let me feel bad. Oh no! Oh, no. I, no. I I mean I I I don't actually wish any harm towards Gabler or anything like that. But god damn it, really, <sighs> the Survivor Gods looked at your bullshit reasoning and said, "You know what? No, I'm gonna make sure you guys have tribe strength issues now. <sighs> I'm gonna make sure." Because it was very much bull for the reason of getting rid of Mariah. Like y'all could, they could have had any other reason, but to say she was the weakest was very sick. It was very sick. And mm -hmm. I will point out to the fact that once we get to immunity, I'm, I'm going to let y'all know that it's not biased why I'm pointing that out, why I pointed out this, because it's some things we need to talk about once we get to the immunity challenge yeah. today. But um, yeah, so they're very much. Owen's frustrated. Then the girls, Ellie and, and ja uh, Jasmine? Janine. Janine. I wrote that down. I said Janine. I, I mean, I, I thought we were going to have an issue with the Justine and the Janine of it all. We're not going to anymore. No. But I, wrote, I thought it would be an issue. But no, I wrote it. I wrote, nope, I wrote down Jamie. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> Janine. Is this, is this the new um, Raquel? Kayla. Kayla, Kayla Raquel. Raquel. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. But. Janine, they're going out looking for idols and and getting bamboo for the shelter, apparently. And Ellie is right at the tree, looking around, right where the idol is. And then she doesn't see it. And she keeps it moving. And I'm, and I'm like, good. good. Now, here's my question. Skipping ahead ever so slightly because we now know mm -hmm. that the beware advantage is mm -hmm. back in the game. Do we think that was an idol or do we think that was a beware advantage? 
I think it was well, idle because, and this is why, the beware advantage was folded in a little square thingy with the tie at the top and out like very much in the open. Like it wasn't hidden at all. This this one was scrolled and it was tucked in the tree. Like it was a little bitty scroll and it was tucked in the tree. The beware thing was like a big bulky little square. Like, here you go. Put that out there. So I think that might have been an idol. That could be wrong. I don't know. I just think it was an idol because of the way it was hidden. And I don't think they were anywhere near where the beware advantage mm-hmm. is. But I just think that and I think for editing purposes, they're not going to have them find the beware idol advantage on the same day. I think they picked and choose when they were going to show who found when beware idol when and where. So, yeah, I think that was a idol, but I could be wrong. I'm not too sure there's nothing but the beware advantage out there because, I mean, the the beware advantage is an idol. Like, it's just a straight-up idol. I, mean, but it was, I thought it was two idols at this... It, I thought last season there was an idol and there was a beware advantage. I don't remember there explicitly being just like a... Like, what we know to be... Congratulations, you have found a hidden meaning out. It was always an oh, idol. Until merge. A, until merge. Okay, you could be right. It was always an idol with a stipulation. You could be right. Yeah, um, I want to say that's how it yeah. worked as well, but I'm yeah. Not and who confident. not? And who knows? They may have reevaluated after 41 and 42 and said, "Oh, we're going to do both of these things." I don't know. You know, we'll what? have to wait until the next episode. I've but. been swayed. I've been swayed. I've been swayed. I think you're right. I think that it was not from last season, and I think a lot of stuff that they did for 41 and 42, they're doing it again. And so I, I, I think I, yeah, I think I've been swayed. I think that was probably a beware advantage, which would have been crazy but like i said we know for editing there's no way they're going to show both beware advantages being found on the same day or in the same week episode because what would you do for the next episode who's going to find something else surprising so you could i've been swayed um so they go out they looking for idols doesn't find it then they start talking about the game and they start talking about how the men don't look like they're playing the game like they, they don't understand ellie's very passive aggressive towards these men to me like in my opinion she's being very passive aggressive very like babying and like she literally calls sammy and owen um they, she compared them to children she compared them to children she compared sammy to her firstborn who's more independent and can take care of itself and will be great. And then Owen is like the second child who needs a little bit more coddling and who needs to be talked to and who needs, you know, to be catered to. And, uh, but he's still strong. And then we see her literally pat Owen on the head, which I found to be very gross, to be yeah. very rude, to be very, ugh. Like, you're not going to pat me on the head like I'm a dog, number one. Like, good boy. Very good boy. I'm taking care of you. Good boy for you. Baby. Yeah, that, no. that was that was like a moment of, okay, nope, that definitely just, ha- oh my, that just happened. 
Yeah, fuck Ellie. <laughs> I said it. I don't care anymore. I, pr- I promise you this. If I was on an island or in a house or on a on a boat or on a anything of any type of reality racing around show, the world. In, uh, racing around the world. If I was on any show and somebody patted me on my head and was like, you're doing great, I would have punched him in the throat. Because what yeah. you're not going to do is talk to me like I am a child. And what you're not going to do is passively treat me like I don't know. Like, I don't know what you're doing. That is your way of looking down on me. And you will not do that. Now, of course, I'm not a violent person. But you can't disrespect me like that as an adult. You will not disrespect. Mm. Like, I don't even do that to children. And like, oh, you're so great. Like, my niece is three, and I'm not patting her on the head. Be like, oh, Kennedy, you're amazing. No, I'm going to talk to her like she's a, a person. And that was so disrespectful to me. That is like, you might as well just call him a boy. Like, you really should have just called that man a boy. Like, yeah, boy, you're good. Like, that. I, I have some issues with Ellie, and I feel like... I'm seeing some things about her that I think could. Now, people can disagree with me. If you don't agree with me, I understand. That's fine. You don't have to agree with me. But she's very Karen-like to me. I can see some Karen tendencies in her. And I don't feel like she respects anybody who is not white. It's it's. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I'm throwing it out there. I think she does not respect anybody who is white. Like, how do you go from saying Mariah's the weakest person in the game? Now you're looking at and talking to Owen, this grown man, like he is a child. And because he is not of the like you ain't talk, but you go respect Gabler, old crusty, broken down. What? What? Just there's something it's something underneath the is brewing i'm not gonna come out and call her that what i want to call her out right now because i don't know if that's fully true i don't have all the evidence but the direction and the trajectory of her actions are leading me into that direction so i'm gonna give her another week but if i promise you if this woman makes it to merge and then the first people she decide to go Y'all just know that I'm putting that on the record. That's gonna be my thought. But y'all can talk. What what Lana said. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Please say something. I'm I'm not immunity challenge. (laughs) Immunity challenge. Uh, Drag a snake over a fence and then put it down. Loot the snake by grabbing its insides. It's it's, it's like you have to jump. Okay, I have the notes, guys. I'm going. To, I'm back. I'm, I have oh, the I notes. Knew, oh, I knew what the challenge was. I was just gonna say I love this challenge. This is I one do, of my favorites. <laughs> I did. I did love this challenge. I really did like it. I, I was like, okay, this is fun. Diving into the bull in the water, swim into the cage, go over the cage, into the cage, bring up this 400 pound snake that has been soaking in this water and they have to pull it up and over the cage and once you get it 
all out the cage, and everybody who's in the cage got to climb over the cage, jump into the water, swim to shore, bringing this, dragging the snake with them. And then they have to drag the snake to a table and pull it up all the way up, all the way up to the table. Once it gets to the table, you're going to get some numbers. And then you have to open a combination lock, open a combination lock to get the pieces to a puzzle, and then put together the big circular puzzle of the logo which I always love that logo puzzle. I just don't know why I love it, but I just do. I love it. I could never do it. The three-dimensional version of it, yes. specifically? Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I do love that puzzle. I, every time they do it, I love it. Um, so they had to put the logo puzzle together. And uh, yeah, the, so that was the challenge. Y'all could talk about everything else that happened, but I just wanted to put, say what the challenge was because I really enjoyed that challenge. I have to say, I was incredibly impressed with um, Cody and with, oh no, what's his name? Oh, Ryan. No. Ryan, thank you. Yeah, I, Ryan. I am so happy you knew exactly who I was talking about there. Mm -hmm. um, Cody and Ryan specifically. But I thought almost everyone did a great job. Yes, let's talk about who did not oh, do a great no. job. Let's talk about who did not do a great oh, job. Beth. Yeah. Because I this is why I wanted to point this out. Because last week I was very much Team Mariah. And everybody knows I root for everybody black. I don't make it a, I don't make a question of it. I root for everybody black. This week. This uh... week. <laughs> NECA was I don't even know what she was doing. I don't even know why she was there. I wish she could have sat that out because I think they probably would have did better with Noel out there than they would have done with NECA. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, I would have took Noel and her heavy leg out in that water and pulled it up before I would have sat with NECA. You, you sat out a U.S. A Paralympian with a world record over NECA? That like was, that's that was, the, that just, was the moment I knew that he was losing. I was like, that was on them for sitting. Like, why yeah, would they, just, they see? What did they see that she could bring to the table? Because you know who else is pretty good at puzzles from what we've seen? Noelle. I just, but, and this is the thing. NECA was not just bad. She literally jumped in that water, climbed in that cage, climbed up the side of the other cage, and sat there. She just stood there and watched him and struggle with that snake. And then she fell. She just fell in the water, like, struggled with that snake, and she just sat, she stood there, and then when she did touch it, like you said, she fell into the water and never came back up. Like, girl, you ain't even gonna come back up to help them drag this 400-pound snake out. And then, once they did get the snake over the dang cage, you go to the back end of the snake when everybody is in the front pulling the snake, and she is not even touching the snake, y'all. She's not even she not even looking like she attempting to help them with this snake. Like I was like, girl. Now I am lazy as they come. I can be very lazy, and I can be very like, nah, I'm not doing that when it comes to physical things. But if I am on Survivor, I got to look at least, at least look like. I'm doing something. Fake it till you make it, girl. You got to put your hand on the snake at least to make it look like you. Yeah. She, 
if Noelle could call you out for not doing anything when she is a good 100, 200 feet away, there's an issue. Like, literally was doing nothing. I literally went over and, and said, okay, she's in danger if this tribe loses. And lo and behold. Or you would think. You would, I mean, I was just like, this girl. But see, this is the thing. It's a whole lot of, like, I'm not, yeah. You're There's a whole at lot of things. It's a whole lot of first. things. So, like, she was really bad. Like, really bad at that. Baka, on the other hand, is breezing through this thing. And, right. like, they just getting it. They just pulling it. So, this is where I was like, okay, our whole thing about Mariah, it seems to be very null and void now because the first person to win immunity is Baka. They win. And they win and they're very close when it gets to the puzzle, but they was killing that puzzle, like killing it. It was really good. They were doing really well. So Baca wins, and um, it was fine. And then coming in second by a very few small margin was Coco. And it was like, okay. And Vessi, not only did they just... They got stuck on the snake table. They couldn't pull the snake over the cage. They couldn't pull the snake on the table. They couldn't get the puzzle. Like, why would y'all put... If I saw NECA was barely pulling the snake, barely touching the snake, barely helping on the table, why would I want her on the puzzle? She ain't doing nothing this round. Put somebody else on that goddamn puzzle. Like, Cody was barking, barking instructions, literally. Cody was barking instructions barking directions but why didn't you get on the why would you put her on the it, oh i just realized just, my notes my notes are on here for one of my classes <laughs> it just like it didn't make sense and ultimately what ended up happening was the thing that everyone expected vessi because of their slow everything everything what uh lost like it was not Jeff literally said it is a shutout. And Jeff never says that. Didn't he say a, something? It was like that's like uh Baka won. And then it was like, it's close between um mm -mm. Baka. No, 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 no. It's close mm -hmm. between ba Baka and Coco. Mm -hmm. He said and then, and then he was like, because Vessi's out of it, or mm -hmm. something like that. I was like, yeah. he was like, Vessi well, once Baka. Yeah, once once Baca won, he was like, "There's no chance for Vessi at this point." Coco was like, "There's no chance. They they're not coming back." Because twice, twice he mentioned how they were stopping, and he was like, "You can sleep when you go home." And I'm not talking about back at camp. I mean, when you go home to your house, you can't sleep in Survivor, and they're stopping and sleeping right now. Like I Jeff was mad. I was I like. I have to say, as horrible as the corn cob was, and obviously it was bad, nobody's saying it wasn't bad, that break that they got because of it might have been the best thing to happen to Jeff Probst. Because the last three seasons, we've seen such a more invigorated Jeff hosting the show. Because I felt like that good, like, 36 to 39 chunk it he was like Je Jeff had checked out at that point, and then 40 obviously winners, so he's checked back in. 
they immediately go into a break. And I really think it invigorated Jeff. And I'm happy to see it. Yeah, I I, I have to agree. I think since 40 and then going into 41 and 42, that's the most we've seen Jeff interact with the you know he's been more host like like it, this was early school old school jeff back when season one started and he was very much into it i think for 40 30 like you said 30 something seasons in he kind of like he, he lost just, it a little bit he lost a little bit he was just very much mundane and it was just like oh that's like how i feel with julie chen moon visit i i do i think it's yeah. time for they either she even needs a break or she needs to just stop because i feel like but because and anything we do, and that's just anything in life, when you're doing something for so long and so much, you always need to take that break. And I feel like they think a break is between seasons. And that's not enough because you yeah. lose your excitement. Because remember, in the early days, Julie was engaged in the in the show. She used to know what's happening. Now I feel like everything she do, they tell her what to say. And she's like, oh, I like celebrity. Like, eat, yeah. Even in... um interviews afterwards she's like oh i see there is a group called the jailer fans out there it's like girl you ain't know that what is you're not engaged and you have to be engaged in your own show so she needs a break jeff had that break and now he's back and i love it i love it that or julie needs an assistant a better assistant because you know that assistant needs to be like so here's the tea here's what you miss she needs to go, honestly. She just needs to She needs to go and Taylor Hale needs to host. Anyway, Survivor. Yes. Anyway, Survivor. So yeah, so that's what it was. And so we go back to they went it was a war challenge also. So uh Baca gets the big fishing gear, all the stuff, and Coco gets a smaller version of the fishing gear. Great. And Baca gets their flint back. So they're great. That's, that's great for them. So we go back to camp and we go back to Vessie because Vessie got nothing. Vessie got nothing. They go home and they'll be going to tribal council later. So things are starting. They're talking and Jesse is like, I think we need to do Justine. I think it needs to be Justine. I just feel like she just, I just think it needs to be Justine. So Cody is like, yeah, sure. Justine is great. We can do Justine. Gets NECA on board. NECA's like, yeah, even though NECA was the worst, the worst, the worst player in this challenge. But that don't mean nothing because maybe the next challenge she'll be better if it's not that. You know, all the challenges are not the same. So that's why I was like, sure, she was bad. Do we need to put all the emphasis on bad? But if we're going to talk about challenge weakness, if everybody going back to the game and saying we're going to vote out people who are the weakest in the challenge, then yeah, she should be gone. She should be gone, period. No question about it, she should be gone. Um, Justine and... um. Um, Noelle are talking and they're like it has to be NECA that performance in the challenge was horrible it has to be NECA we need to go find and talk to people and make it happen it needs to be NECA and so Dwight is like mm, yeah I'm cool with that but he, he doesn't really want to vote out NECA and I think it's a lot of stuff other reasons why he does not want to be the one to vote out NECA. And I get it. I understand. And, it. I think I, seeing Mariah go. Uh -huh, and they just saw Mariah go home. Because yeah. did and you see? Wait, did you see in the, when, the, the, when, the, when, uh, when uh, Baca came in and he said, Jeff was like, you Mariah get your first look, Mariah's gone. Out. And the camera went right to NECA and, and Dwight. And they were both like, 
Mm. Okay. No. It was like a, they both were like deflated. Yeah, it was just like it was a visible like reaction. And, and yeah, I I understand for sure why Dwight would not want to vote out that guy. And I, but, but let's also not forget that Dwight was not voting. Period. Period. So here's the fun part. <laughs> Dwight is like, oh my god, no, I don't want Neca to go. He also does not have a say, mm -mm. and he cannot break any like ties or anything. Oops. He's just automatically not voting. Yes. And the tribe knows that. And they know that. And right. they know this. Exactly. And that's why they were like, we really don't have to talk to Dwight because he has no say in what happens on this tribe right now, today, this vote. Sure. And But they weren't trying to get rid of Dwight because like, why would you get rid of a player that is strong and is healthy? So that, that doesn't make any sense. But it's really Jesse and we're really Jesse steering this ship. He's like, we need to get rid of Justine. This is what we need to do. And so, like I said, Cody and NECA are kind of, NECA's like, hey, if it ain't me, sure, I am for that. Because I'm sure she realized that her name was going to come up. She, I, she just had to know that they were looking at her. Um, Cody, of course, like I said, is close to NECA, so he don't want to get rid of NECA right now. But then Cody does something and goes into the woods. And Cody starts looking around. And looking around, and looking around, and lo and behold, right there in the middle of the of the jungle, on a rock covered by nothing, he sees this parchment paper tied up in a string, and he picks it up, and he says, beware advantage. Take this advantage, and if, if you take this advantage, you lose your vote. Or if you don't, just no. If if you want to take the risk, take this advantage. If you don't want to take the risk, leave it here. And this man, knowing Dwight does not have a vote, knowing all of what he knows, said, "You know what? I found this advantage. I'm gonna take this advantage." And lo and behold. You do not have a vote for the next tribal council unless you get a bead from every person in your tribe. I have to be real honest. I loved this. I, I loved this was such so a smart good. way oh, to do this. I loved it too. <laughs> this this was they spent, they spent too much damn. They spent too much damn time on this portion of the episode. Okay, here's what I need to say as well. I'm so sorry. Um, Survivor does not need to be an hour and a half sometimes. Amazing Race could be two hours and I'd be fine with it. <laughs> but it doesn't need to be an hour and a half. This episode didn't need to be an hour and a half. It I agree. No. This episode, I feel like some episodes need to be that hour and a half, but I feel like this episode in particular did yeah. not need the whole hour and a half yeah. because they way put a lot of time into, first of all, they put a lot of time into Baca at the beginning when I was like, nobody cares. And then they put in a lot of time with this bead challenge afterwards. Yes. I, and, I, I, I counted it. 23 minutes. 
Wow. Before they go to tribal. And and you, yes. what was so crazy about all of that was, I'm like, as a viewer, I love the whole bead thing and trying to convince people to give you something that they would love to take home as a memento from the show. Because, like, Survivor had put a lot of time putting these beads on these bags that they gave these people. And it's like, okay, sure, I want a memento when I go home. I got my cover of Survivor beads. It's sure, great. But to now I have to convince every member on my tribe, people in and out of my alliance, to give me this. I think it was a great idea. I mean, it was fun to watch it. It didn't need to be 20 minutes long, but it was yeah, fun yeah. to watch. It was fun and to it's, watch. It's such an unexpected, or unexpected twist on things, too. Because who's going to think that beads are relevant in the game of Survivor? Exactly. Like, you never... You never would have looked at the bags and said, Oh, yeah, no, that was intentional via production to make sure that the twist could play out. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. nobody called that. No, because they could, thankful, thank God, we could not do the you have to say this phrase at every game until it happens thing again. Because yeah. that was the worst. Like, honestly, the square the root of a spaghetti noodle is parallel to the coffee mug. Like I don't know. I'm coming up with new ones. I thought that was dumb. I don't I did I think this one was best. I mean they can do this for this season and next season and then the season after that they're gonna have to figure something else out because the other people who watched forty three and forty four will know, you know, oh okay, they these beads might mean something. So yeah. <laughs> they can't but, not the ones on 44, though, because they filmed them back-to-back. So that's what I said. Not gonna that's, that's what I said. 43 and 44, they can do it. And then 45, they won't you, be able to do that again. Didn't hear that part because it, yeah. it cut out for me. It's okay. Anyway, I, uh, yeah. It, it, it's cool. No. You froze for so, a second. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. mm-hmm. seems, the one thing like I it. will say is that Cody got extremely lucky. Because if I, if anyone else on that tribe opened that package up, there is no way they could have gotten all the beads. Absolutely no way without them looking extremely fishy. Mm-hmm. Cody, I will say, managed to get a really, really good excuse together really, really fast. But let's uh, be honest. Cody did not execute his own plan. Because it was Cody, very it was very, Jesse and NECA was like, sure, here, take it. Because they're in, they want to work with, you know, they're working with each other. If it wasn't for NECA, if it wasn't for NECA, Cody would have never gotten to be some of them other two girls. Or 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 Dwight. Because Justine actually just gave it up. Like, sure, take her. But if it wasn't for NECA, he would not have gotten those beats from the other two people. Like, at all. And yeah, we're doing some spoilers because the way they tried to edit this thing, like, we were not going to know if Cody got the beads. For from everybody until at tribal, I say okay, production, we get you. The edit was, you got us, you got us, gal, you got him, gal, you got him, because you set us up. Well, we don't know if he got the beads. We don't know if he got everybody's beads at the tribal. And he made this nice little tribal hat with all the beads on there, and we couldn't count to see if he had five beads on the hat because we couldn't do it. You want to know the worst part? 
It wouldn't even have mattered had he got them or not. Yeah. Yeah. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't. And, and something I'll, I am now very curious about. I assume that if you vote someone out, you no longer have to collect their bead. Period. Because that doesn't make sense. And otherwise, it's like, well, if you're tried, everyone to tribal, you're now just screwed. Have fun. Like, I'm under the impression that that is how the twist worked, though. Like, you needed to get everybody's. And so that's why there was such an urgency with this twist. Mm -hmm. But then I'm also interested to see if this pops up on Baka. Mm. Because if it pops up on Baka, then it is only four people. So I don't know. You could be right, Jack. I'm just not 100% sure at this point, given the information that we have. So, yeah. So we get to tribal. We finally do after the whole B gate and all this other things. Because Cody was freaking out, which he should have, because he's like, yo, if we don't get these beads, I don't have a vote. It'll be a, it could be a 2 2. And we know Dwight doesn't have a vote. So, what do we do? So, we go to tribal. It's a lot of conversation to tribal about, you know, why they're there. First, but, first, first time at tribal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very first time. What do you think? And what? How was camp look like? Did you scramble? What? what you know, t- typical. All, all of the boring stuff. All of the boring tribal things. There you go. Then we get to the vote. I'm just going to jump right to the vote. There's nothing else to talk about, really. Right, it was very typical tribal. And y'all know what it is, those questions. And so we get to the vote. And the vote comes down. And we see everybody go up. And we see Dwight go up and say, you don't have a vote. Sit down. Mm-hmm. So he don't have a vote. So he sit down. But we don't see where you don't have a vote with um, we we see Cody go up, but it's not exp- other than him entering the voting booth. Right, nothing is shown. We don't yeah. see him writing nothing. And, we don't see a letter that says he ain't got a vote. Nothing. And mm-hmm. once again, I will applaud the editors on realizing yeah. how good small elements of nonlinear storytelling have been, and then implementing more in a way that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So. I'm I'm happy to see that they did it. Here, it didn't matter. And honestly, I'd rather have it be where it didn't really matter whether or not they showed it or not versus it just not coming up. Period. Yeah. So, so at the yeah. end of the day, the vote happens. Justine is voted out, and the vote was two, three to, to one, three to one to one to one. Yeah, I thought I was out. Three to one to one, and I said, "What?" Because so it pops up, and it's like one vote. I think it was like one vote Neca, and I was like, "Okay, cool." Mm-hmm. One vote Justine. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. One vote Cody. I was like, "Okay, sure." sure. Do we know who voted Cody? Because I do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's Justine. I was very confused. 
Where? Where did that come from? Okay, because uh, we've been applauding production and editing all day. But I want to know, let me take back one of those applause and be like, when the heck did they, Justine think about voting out Cody over Nicka? Or was it a split-second decision? In That's kind case, of what I'm thinking, but it's a dumb split-second decision. Yeah, because... You know that not a lot of people are with you. The thing, the thing is, either Justine attempt to flip someone else over to Cody. They agreed, and then that wasn't shown. Or Justine genuinely either forgot or just fucked up. Or... Okay. Go ahead, Bono. It's six people on the tribe. Am I correct? Yes. yes. One person already automatically can't vote. Right? Right. We don't know if another person possibly was going to vote. Right? Right. So then we possibly got four, possibly five votes. You and your girl have been talking all day. About we need to vote out NECA after because yep. she's the worst. So, right, two votes should be on NECA. Like, and then you got the other two who are who other got votes. I'm like, we go have to vote out Justine. And then the third one jumps like, yeah, we need to vote out Justine. Where in the world from that time to that time do you got Noel, like, yes, NECA. And Justine, like, mm, okay, Cody. So, so posit this. I'm thinking in Justine's mind, from what we saw, Justine was under the impression that Jesse, none of this makes logical sense. I want to preface by saying that. I'm just trying to think of what she might have been thinking. If she's thinking that Jesse and Dwight are with them, Dwight obviously can't vote. And so if she's under the impression that Jesse is voting out NECA, did she put a vote on Cody to force a tie? And then it would have been two on NECA, two on her, and one on Cody. And then in a tiebreaker, but... I don't understand why you would need a tiebreaker. Again, I'm saying none of this makes sense. I'm just thinking this might be another scenario. Yeah. Scenarios. But like, Scenario. is that what she was thinking? Okay. I should have watched her exit interview that she did. So I, I, I'm, I'm sure currently didn't. looking up the exit interview because it's, I'm sure I don't, that was I don't, We don't have time to talk about that or, or go into an exit interview and search through all of that. I should have done that before we got on here. The research should have been done. But I will do this. I promise you all this next week. I'm going to have the interview. I'm going to check out the interview and I'm going to come back and we will start to show it. What was she said? What was her thinking? Because I really need to know that. But we don't have time to go through it right and now because we got a whole other show to do. <laughs> and I'm going to promise that Survivor episodes will be posted on Saturdays from now on. I, let's do that instead of the middle of the week. Okay, That'd be that, great. Yeah, no, some of these are very, very interesting. 
basically the main claim that's being made is Jesse is playing both sides and somehow that affects things. And no, also- I need to go. I need a deep dive. I need a deep dive. I need a deep dive. I can't, I can't go by that. I need a deep dive because somebody should have told that one could have asked what was going on in her mouth. Somebody lied to that woman several times. Yeah, several times. told her she was fine, sexy, and beautiful. Weird. And she is nothing of the sort. Weird. I'm kidding. She's, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. But no, I, 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 that is my promise to you all. Next week, I'm going to check out all her uh, interviews, her exit interviews, and I'm going to have what she said, her reasoning for voting out Cody. Because right now, to me, it makes no sense. I don't understand it. What, what she was thinking. But that was it. That was Survivor. Now, on the previews, I did watch the previews for next week's show, and it just showed Dwight was very upset with Jesse. And he was upset. He was like, we're getting a divorce. Uh, this whole Survivor wife thing is not it. Although, I'm very confused at why he's upset, because he really, uh, Jesse literally told him he didn't think Cody was a problem for him. So I don't know why he thought when he told him who his preference was to go with Justine like literally that man said I kind of am scared of Justine so I don't know why Dwight would think he would not vote out Justine I don't understand maybe he told him maybe this is why this whole thing with Justine isn't making this sense maybe Jesse told Dwight that okay I'll vote out Cody and Dwight told Justine that Cody is the vote and she wouldn't vote Cody I don't know I don't know but from that preview, I was very confused. I'm like, why are you upset when this man told you he maybe, didn't trust Justine? Maybe there's, maybe, maybe it'll be shown what happened last time to make Justine vote in the complete wrong direction. Maybe. Jesse will They've blow done that his own game. But seeing how it's an entirely different episode, I severely doubt that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. We, I don't know. But we'll be back next. We'll time. We'll be back next time because, um, yeah, it's Survivor time, baby. This is what we've signed up to do, and we, we this is what we love. So Survivor is coming back. We'll have all the the episodes should be downloaded by Sun Saturday. So check us out, like, subscribe, and everything to so all those things. Check us out on um, get our Twitter is at the cup underscore reality. And for all of your cup needs, you'll know when stuff drops, when we will record. When well, when stuff drops, you'll know when stuff's going to drop. And even if we're late, you'll find out when it happens. So I've gotten better about schedules. I saw that. That I'm very proud of you about the schedules. And so and I made it at 3 a.m. one day when I couldn't sleep. Look, when you see how hard this man works, you see how hard he works. Even when he's not sleeping, when he should, he's thinking about the cup. So, period. Y'all need to check us out and follow Logan just for that matter alone because he's doing a doggone thing. Okay. Check out, follow me, follow Jack. Jack is on Twitch. Follow Jack on Twitch and his streams and he's everything. Money. I need it. He needs all the streams, y'all. Give him the streams. He got a great channel. I, I look. I subscribe to Jack's channel, so y'all just follow. You all, should, y'all should follow Jack's channel. It's a great channel. If you love yeah. games, you, you will enjoy Jack's channel. Um, and yeah, that's it. Follow us on in all of our reality needs on the cup. And yeah, cheers, you guys. Cheers. I was not prepared. Cheers. It's okay. Cheers. <laughs> oh, God. I need more water.
We do too. We're all done. I need I need more everything. We need I need liquor. Yeah. 